Bible says in Acts chapter 2 and verses 1 to 3 when the day of Pentecost had fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound and suddenly there came a sound and suddenly there came a sound that sound is here right here and right now that's right see it's not determined by location but it is determined by hunger that's right and the hand of God is attracted by hunger and there's a sound that's coming forth right now like a mighty rushing wind and it's in this upper room that you encounter the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and everything about you begins to change you know I felt the Lord speak to me and he said now I want you to speak with Jade and Shantae about it's time for an uproar and I was like all right Lord no problem <laughs> yes and as I began to study as I began to spend time in the word he began to show me that there can't be an uproar until there's been an upper room experience That's right. there can't be an uproar until there's been an encounter with God That's right. and you see there's been encounters that have taken place from the beginning of this broadcast until right now and it's going to continue throughout because we can live in a perpetual state of encountering God. Right. It doesn't have to be a once-off thing. Come on. You know, I've often been in the place where I said, Oh Lord, how I would love to have been in the upper room. <laughs> and I almost feel like a light rebuke from the Lord saying, yeah. Why do you want to be Why there? You can back. have it right here, right now. Come on. Yeah. You know, He's not restricted by location. That's right. He is still the same God as He was back then. He's the Thank same you, today Lord and Jesus. He will forever be the same. And His presence is so strong in this hour. Thank you, Lord. So strong in this moment. But there must be an encounter and there's those of you who are watching right now and you are encountering God and from that place of encountering Him, there must be an uproar after. That's right. Because too That's many right. people are encountering the King at church or encountering the King in their prayer closet, but then when they leave, their mouth is shut. That's right. Yeah. I question whether you've really encountered God because every person that encountered God, they couldn't shut their mouth. Think That's about, right. I think about Moses and the burning bush as I was driving here to yeah. the studio. You know, I felt the Lord quicken to my spirit. He spoke, he spoke to me about Moses. And Moses was sent away because he was scared of what the people said about him. Mm, mm. But he encountered the burning bush and he went back. <laughs> That's right. See, an encounter with God changes everything. And everything. We can testify of it. One encounter with Him changes everything. But from that encounter must come an uproar. That's what took place here. These 120 that were gathered in the upper right. room, there was an encounter that took place. <laughs> but from that encounter, there was an uproar. That's right. And I believe that the Spirit of the Lord is saying in this hour, an uproar is rising. Jesus. And I believe and I prophesy over this next generation that indeed this generation shall be one that brings forth an uproar, that brings forth a disturbance of society, that truly brings forth the turning upside down of the world. For they shall peer upon you again, saith the Lord. These are the ones they have come here to, and these are the ones that have turned the world upside down. These are the ones that have turned the school upside down. These are the ones that have turned the universe and the colleges upside down. These are the ones that have turned the government upside down. These are the ones. 
For it shall happen, saith the Lord. For my word never changes, it stays the same. And I shall see it come to pass. I shall see it, saith the Lord. I shall see it come to pass. Of those that hunger and thirst, saith the Lord, after righteousness, I shall fill them. And I shall fill them with boldness in this hour. And they shall be the ones again. They shall stretch forth their hands. And I shall stretch forth my hands, saith the Lord. And I shall confirm the words that flow from their mouth. They shall see signs. They shall see wonders and they shall see miracles. Saith God, even in this final hour, I shall do it. And it shall come to pass. And no demon, no devil, no antichrist agenda shall stop it. For they think that they can close the church. That shall not stop my move. For even in this hour, saith God, I shall move once again. And a great harvest shall come forth in Jesus' name. A harvest that no man, no eye has seen. Thank you, Lord. Nobody has seen it, saith God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm. Praise His name forevermore. <laughs> Praise His name forevermore. Hallelujah. You know, now as you were speaking, I'm reminded of the story in Acts chapter 2 verse 38 where Peter says to this crowd, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized. This is after what had taken place, after that sound, after that upper room encounter. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, be baptized. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Verse 39, for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all are afar off even as many the Lord our God shall call and verse 40 it says and with many other words did he testify and exhort saying save yourselves from the from the untoward generation verse 41 then they gladly received his word and were baptized and the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls that's an uproar that only happens when you have and having an encounter right now that is an uproar you can't keep quiet you can't stay silent you can't settle for the status quo and as Nile has prophesied tonight the confirmation of God's word shall take shall take place it shall come to pass in Jesus name it shall come to pass yes you sir yes you ma'am you think you're too old I want you to know that you're not on this broadcast by coincidence God said he's still gonna use you you're never too old you're never too young he's still gonna use you sir you're not old enough where you own a business in fact I hear the Lord saying this start where you are everybody the enemy has said no to you let me tell you God's yes is bigger than the enemy's no and it's time that you tonight in this encounter begin to have an uproar in your field of profession I, I even hear it's a footer and turner I don't know what that is to do but I hear footer and turner I hear that the Lord is starting an uproar with you sir and he's going to use you to rapidly impact that industry in Jesus' mighty name. It is not by coincidence that you're on this broadcast. Yeah. You know, even as you were saying that, I, I think of Peter. You know, as you were speaking of how Peter ministered. Man, when I read that scripture, I think 3,000 people. <laughs> Praise God that even in this hour, that's still taking place. I think Thank of you, bro um, Brother Bonke. Yeah. When he would have crusades and he would see millions of millions. people come forth. But you know, when I think of Peter, I think of the Gospels where the Bible says something where you know where Jesus warns Peter that you will deny me 
Yeah. And here's the crazy thing. Before you've had an encounter, you know, think about Peter. Before he had an encounter with the Lord, he denied Christ. Yeah. Three times. Sure. Not by some massive person that looked very daunting and looked very scary, but by a servant girl, the Bible says in the book sure. of, in the gospel of Matthew, yeah. a servant girl. Three times he denied the Lord. But you see, he was in the upper room Come on. when the Holy Ghost fell. That's right. And when it rested Come upon on. them and empowered them for what God had called them to, to be witnesses, something Stop. supernatural happened. Yeah. And you see, the Peter that came out of the upper room was not the same Peter that went That's in. Right. Come on. He was a different Peter. He was a different Peter. You know, I know Bishop Oyodepo says that he went from being a shaky leaf a or a, a withering reed, yeah, a reed yeah. to a rock. To a rock. Come because on. that's what the Holy Ghost does. That's what it does. That's why the devil's trying everything he can to shut the Holy Ghost out of yeah. the church, Cobra to stop people from praying in tongues. <laughs> that's why we make it our business to Come pray on. in the Holy that's Ghost. Right. That's why we make it our business to demonstrate the power of God, for that is what's going to bring the transformation even in this hour, is the demonstration that's of right. the gospel. That's because right. yes, it is talk, yes, it is the word, but it's also the demonstration of the word thereof. Come on. Because yes, you might have been the person, you might have looked one way when you went into the upper room tonight. Yeah. You might have looked like one person where, who was scared to share Christ. But as you stepped in and you encountered Him, from tonight, everything changes about you. You'll be from one who, who never told any about Jesus. You'll be one now who testifies. Who testifies powerfully thereof. Thank you, Lord God. I hear it in my heart, man. This is what God is doing in this hour. It's time to stop waiting for Sunday services. Yeah. Come on. Yes, praise God for church. Praise God for the fellowship of the saints. But it's almost like we wait until Sunday, we have church, and then we wait until the next Sunday. Man, God has empowered us Come on. to have church Monday, right. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This is what He is doing in this hour. This is what he is searching for. Them that will say, God, here I am, use me. Give me a word for this person that I'm busy buying right. as I'm paying for groceries. Give me a word. Right. Let me lay my hands upon them and see them made whole. I'm so sick, and I speak about this even in myself. I'm so sick of walking past people who are in wheelchairs. And I'm talking about myself. Why, now, why are you not laying hands upon them? And it's because so many times we're so focused on our own thing. Yeah. But I believe that tonight God is doing something That's on right. the inside of us. A radical boldness. Radical boldness. For that is what will show that you have been with Jesus. The boldness. The boldness because that is what is demanded in this hour. That's right. As persecution ramps up, let boldness rise on the inside of you. That's what I even see in the Spirit. As persecution heats up, as they make the fire hotter in the world, God is making the fire hotter on the inside of us. They can heat the furnace seven times hotter. Come on. I declare that this generation will not bow to Baal. We will not bow to any idol. We will not bow to culture. Come on. We will not bow to the status quo. We will burn for Jesus. Boldness in this hour in Jesus' name. Boldness, boldness. Man, and that's why we've got to share the gospel. That's right. That's why we've got to share a feed on Facebook. That's <laughs> yeah. why we've got to share it on YouTube. That's why we do this. This is why we do this. You know, now, as you, as you were sharing that, I, just, I was just reminded of how God is able to use ordinary people. That's right. Ordinary. Peter had just denied Jesus. He was yeah, a we, fisherman. He was well. a fisherman. I mean, Simon Peter. <laughs> a fisherman. Ordinary. 
You don't have, I mean, Acts chapter 4, case in point. That's right. The, the, the religious leaders were upset because Peter and John healed a crippled man who'd yep. been lame from birth. Supernaturally gets healed. Silver and gold, Peter says, I do not have. But what I do have, take up your mat and walk. Get up. In the name of Jesus, get up and walk. I tell you, that's the kind of boldness that is, you are being marked with tonight, Come today, on. in Jesus' mighty name. That when even when the religious leaders, when persecution rises at now says, boldness rises on the inside of you, that you're not intimidated by God because you're intimate with God. You're not intimidated by man because you're intimate with God. That's right. That place where Peter said, you know what? You may look at us and say that we're doing this by our own power. Mm. But let me tell you, the religious leaders had no choice but to say, that they had been with Jesus. Right. And I want to ask you today, can that be said of you? Those of you on this broadcast, that can be said of you because Thank your life you, has been marked by this encounter today. Your life will never ever be the same again. Your life will never ever be the same again. But now it's up to you. See, right. Peter and John could have just walked past that lame man and said, you know what? Oh, what a shame. He's lame. And not That's lame right. as in he's lame. I mean, he was lame since birth. They could have walked right past him and he was begging think about the man that's right put yourself in the position of the man put yourself in the position of that 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 person who's in your office that person who is dealing with suicidal thoughts right now that you were meant to speak to this week yeah that boldness that we're talking about is coming upon you now and i prophesy that you will right speak now. and you will utter the truth of god's word and as you do so that god's word that doesn't return void will set them free and that yoke of bondage will be destroyed by the anointing in jesus mighty name a radical boldness comes upon you child of god never ever will you think that you're insignificant that you're not good enough to do the work of the lord that's right I don't know how to say this, but we have this massive responsibility to win souls, to usher people into the presence of God, to preach the gospel. But some of us are so hung up on the fact that I'm dealing with depression or I'm dealing with anxiety or because this is what the world has made big things, right? But let's make the big things the big things. Let's major on the majors and leave the minors to deal with itself. Because here's the thing, us as a young generation, if we can truly position ourselves in the Word of God, in the presence of God, where our main focus is the presence, is winning souls, is being the resource that the world needs. All the other stuff is just going to fall off. I'm even reminded about the story in John 5 where this another lay man he needed, to, he needed his healing and once every now and then an angel would come and stir the water. So the people, the crippled, the people that are needing help, they would all sit around this pool. And when the angel came to stir the water, one of them would jump in. Now this man had been waiting for years, years, waiting for the waters to turn so that he can jump in and receive his healing. But listen to this. Jesus approaches him. Jesus is standing in his midst, but he's still looking at the waters. He's still waiting for the angel, but the God who created the angels is 
in His midst. And here's the thing as a young generation, we are so consumed by the world, by social media, by television, by friends, that we miss the, we miss the God in the midst of us. We miss what He's doing because we're so focused on the minors. Jesus said to this man, do you want to be healed? Do you know what His response was? I can't. How many of us, Jesus is speaking to us, the God of the universe who has all the answers, can do anything, is asking you, what can I do for you? And you're saying, oh Lord, I need to take these poles. Oh Lord, this boy. Oh Lord, this girl. But God is commissioning you. He's giving you a mandate. He's saying, ask what you will in my name and it will be done for you. But the thing is, we're so focused on the minors. And Jesus tells this man, pick up your mat and walk. And today, the, tonight, this message, it's time for an uproar. It's really a call for you as a child of God to realize who you are. Realize the call that God has put on your life. Understand that you walk in divine health. That Jesus Christ, the law of the spirit of life as a child of God, is living and flowing in and through you. So that should be your only reality. But your, your focus needs to be shifted. Right. Where it's all about the word, God, I believe your word, and that settles it. That settles it. This is the time for an uproar against unrighteousness. We are righteous people and we're going to stand up as the holy nation, the royal priesthood, the children of God. We're going to take the cross seriously. We're going to take His word seriously. And we're not going to be like that man in the midst of Jesus looking at something else, looking at some, someone else, making another excuse. No, Jesus, you are here. So I have everything. And that will be my reality. Praise God. You know, the Lord gave me the scripture. I want to read it to you. There's two scriptures real quickly. And it's John chapter 9 and verses 4. And the Bible says, I must work the works of him that sent me Come on. while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. See, we've got to get out of this place. Even as Shanti was saying that, we've got to get away from this place of where we focus on all this other stuff. And when you're focused on the Lord, who is Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of your faith, He is the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. When you're focused on Him, He's also the Word made flesh. And when you believe on Him, you start to recognize there's work to be done. There's people to preach to. See, we love to quote 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verses 17 where it speaks of us becoming new creations. But if you continue reading, you get to verses 18. It says that we've been given the ministry of reconciliation. And I remember even in my beginning, in my early walk with the Lord, I, I love to skip that verse. Because I was terrified to minister to people. I was terrified to tell people about Jesus. But I came to a place where I said, God, who cares what people think about me? I'm so focused on you 
I don't care about any storm that might be around me because he'll lift you above. That's right. He'll lift you above that depression. Come on. He'll lift you above that worry and that anxiety. He'll lift you above that situation where people are speaking about you, trying to bully you at college or at university or at school or at work or wherever or on social media. We've got work to do, children of God. We've got to get out of this place of being comfortable, get out of this place of being casual, just doing in and out, doing day and going through the nine to five. There is work to be done. Jesus is coming back soon. That's right. And I've made up my mind, I want to be full of what pleases Him. Come on. Will He find faith? I've made sure. 100%. I am making sure. Jesus, when you come back, I want to be full of what pleases you. Come on. Because the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 6, that without faith, it is impossible to please God. <laughs> Man, I want to be full of what pleases Him. Thank and the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. Yeah. John chapter 14 and verses 12, I tell you the truth. Thank Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done. And even greater works because I'm going to be with my Father. Believing is what qualifies you to do the work of the ministry. Believing is what qualifies you to do the work of God. Believing is what qualifies you to do greater works. Because you see, you might be ordinary, but when you hook up with God, He anoints you to be extraordinary. That's right. Praise God. You can't stay ordinary when you serve a living God. Right. You can't stay average when you serve a king who's the king of all kings. Come on. He anoints you to be extraordinary. He anoints you to do the work that He has set before you. Because the night is coming where no man can work. And so right now, let an urgency rise up in your spirit. Let an urgency come upon you tonight. And every person that is in this auditorium, let an urgency come upon you to preach this gospel. Because the gospel is not one of the answers. The gospel is the answer. Right. And don't get me wrong. The gospel is confrontational. That's right. Everything about it. It confronts the status quo. It confronts the popular way of thinking. It confronts the things that are going on social media. You see, being willing, let me tell you this. You've got to be willing to be unfollowed yep. so that you can follow Christ. That's right. The Bible says that there were even those who departed from Jesus. Jesus was the first one to be unfollowed. You worried about being unfollowed on social media? Being unfollowed is what will qualify you to follow yep. God. In this hour, children of God, I can feel the urgency even rising up in my own heart. We cannot afford to walk past people. There are people that are oppressed by the devil and you have been anointed to set them right. free. Come on. You've been anointed to lay hands upon the sick and you shall see them Come on. recover. Will you take him at his word? Because creation, I love the scripture and I feel the anointing on it. The whole of creation. That's right. The whole of creation. The whole of creation. Says in the book of Romans, the whole of creation. It waits expectantly, it waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. Creation is waiting for you to be made manifest in this hour. That's right. 
It's time to stop worrying about what everybody else is saying yeah. about you. It's time to stop worrying about Come what on. your situation looks like. It's time to get your eyes on Jesus. It's time to pursue the call of God. It's time to run after Jesus. It's time to preach the gospel. It's time, children of God, to cause an uproar. It's time for the disturbance to come forth. For the time is short. That's right. He is coming back. He is coming back. He's coming back for a glorious church now. That's right. You said it earlier on. There's a call of God going out right now. There's a call going to you, sitting in your home, listening over Link FM, watching on any other platform. There's a call going out. The question I have for you, are you going to obey the call? You see, the Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. You determine whether you're chosen. You see, you choose to answer the call of God. You choose to be a part of this remnant in this hour that say that when Jesus comes, He will find faith, that which pleases God. This call that's going forth today is a call that's going to set you apart, that's going to consecrate you, that's going to mark you, that's going to make you different because you're not like everybody else. You may have thought you were, you may have felt like you were, you may have even, it may have even seemed that way before you came on tonight, but it's too late now. <laughs> I even hear the Lord saying it now. It's too late now. You've been marked. You're going with the fire. You're running with the fire of revival to your generation because you know that God who sent His one and only Son, Jesus, to die for you paid a hefty price, a great price for you to proclaim the Word of God. And every time I speak about Jesus, every time I'm reminded of that work, I have to deliberately choose to shut up. I have to deliberately tell myself, Jay, just keep quiet, but I can't stay silent. (laughs) That's right. In fact, make that declaration in the comment section right right. now. We won't stay silent. Not in this hour. Not ever. That's right. You know, even as you say that, that's what I love about what Jeremiah wrote. He wrote, even if I try and stay silent, I can't because His Word, it burns like a fire.